Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hello, and welcome to Ready & Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready & Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today uh, today is... uh about uh, 4.30 p.m. Radio NPC has been conducting conference calls from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please let our team know that a newcomer uh, and you have to put your camera on. You have to let our team know you're a newcomer. Sujit? Hi, Rahul. Yes, sir. Um, I filed H-4 EAD for my wife uh, last year on October 13th. Mm-hmm. And uh, recently I got an offer with a new employer for a full-time opportunity. And they filed my H-1B transfer. In uh, what, what did you file in October, you said? Uh, H-4 EAD for my wife. Okay, got it. Um, recently I got a new offer. and uh, When is your wife's H-4 ex- uh, EAD, ex- H-4, H-4 EAD expiring? That's her first uh, first time. I applied for my wife for the first time. EADF first time? Yes. When is the H4 expiring? Um, August 2022. This year, August 2022. Okay. So recently, I got a new offer with a new employer. And mm-hmm. they filed my transfer process in premium processing along with mm-hmm. H4 and H4 EAD application. Mm-hmm. So all the three of them got approved uh, uh, today. H- H1B, H4, and H4 EAD. Now, and when is your H1 when is your H1B expiring? H4 and EAD expiring. No, uh, I, I just got the approval today. Uh, I did not hear from attorney about the expiration date. But my question is uh, what happens now to the previous one which I filed? Do I need to withdraw it or do I need to worry about it? Wait, wait, wait. Did you say the H4 is also approved or only H1B is approved? H1B, H4, and H4 EAD, all the three of them. Why would you withdraw? You don't have to do anything. She's valid to stay. Hopefully so that it's approved for three years. Her EAD is valid until three years. So uh, the one which I filed in October 13, 2021, I don't have to worry about that anymore, right? 
which one got approved the october one or the no, no the one which they approved uh, they filed recently like 10 days ago yeah you can ignore the previous one it doesn't matter what happens with that okay. one so i don't have to worry about the previous one no sir you don't have to thank you yeah that's fine next person please adura uh yeah hello sir so um, i'm having like a specific uh, situation where uh, i'm currently on f1 uh, stem opt and that's mm-hmm. back till uh, july 2022 and mm-hmm. uh, i did not get h1 picked in uh, like all three you know uh, years and through my husband like uh, my husband's company have uh, applied for our uh, green card adjustment of status uh, mm-hmm. so uh, we applied all the you know um, 965 and then uh, the uh, advanced parole and every other application like uh, last year in june and unfortunately uh-huh. went to nebraska and uh, but the good news was the i485 got transferred from nebraska to uh, nbc in march mm-hmm. so uh, my question is because uh, my current uh, you know stem expires in uh, july my company's attorney suggested that uh, i go to india and get my h4 uh, stamping done after july but mm-hmm. thing is because i haven't received my parole yet will there be any impact if i leave the country on f1 what what, what would you benefit by going and getting the h4 stamped in india um so that you know i can come back and apply for uh, the h4 ead in but it's I- not going to it's not going to come within 3 to 4 months it takes about 5 to 6 months to get the ead approval yeah so so what, what are you benefiting though why can't you file h4 ead right now it takes a little bit 2 months extra instead of you going to india other thing is that you already filed an advance parole in ead you're going to get the ead with the adjustment of status also so i don't see that much advantage for you to go and get the h4 stamping though but anyway to answer your question though if you go outside the country your 485 will be fine at the most your advance parole will be denied you can refile the advance parole okay okay but i don't see any advantage in you going there uh because i think they were telling like uh, if i apply um, while i'm in the us it's it's taking about 1 year to get the change of status to h4 is that uh, the case yeah but a year is also is taking the same time almost the same time Okay. But anyway, your advance parole will be denied. That's okay. It's not going to cause any problem. You can refile advance parole. Next person, please. Vamshi. Sure. Thank you. Uh, hey, Rahul. Thanks for this call on daily calls. I'm a new first-time joiner. So, sure. uh, my question is: I've been working for my company for almost seven years now. Uh, mm-hmm. what happened is i have my 140 with the first company which i started we got acquired and then there mm-hmm. is a name change and then they got acquired again so there are two company changes so mm-hmm. in october 2020 i actually requested to downgrade to eb3 when the movement happened and mm-hmm. now i'm stuck in eb3 i wanted to use my current date movement and go back to eb2 like interfile or mm-hmm. up, up, submit a new application when i check your i140 your i140 yeah. with eb3 got approved yes yeah approved and i got ead also in eb3 got it i was only worried about the i140 approval okay yeah. so let's try to plan to go to eb2 what's your plan so i requested but the attorneys are saying since my company got acquired and the name changed twice 
they are saying that successor of interest will be a problem and my 140 will be rejected if i again well, use the yeah one. yeah there is a chance for it but let them get rejected at the most what what's the problem uh so the hr is actually worried or that the attorney is convinced them saying that it will definitely get rejected and they don't want to do the additional the, work so yeah then then you can do one thing file a labor certification again and file the 485 again that entire complete process from perm sorry not 485 yeah perm perm okay yeah so okay yeah that's what i wanted to see if there is an alternative like i can go and try out again with yeah i see the point that it was been acquired once then it acquired again yeah. if i were your lawyer i would do the same thing what they did it yeah i say that let it be denied but if i were your lawyer i would say i'm not going to do this oh okay okay next person aditya hello good evening rahul um i'm a newcomer and uh, this is my first time uh, so this is my situation so my question is regarding the 540 days automatic extension rule uh, actually i'm on h4 and i was working on h4 ead uh, so my, the expiry date was july 15 2021 and uh, we applied all together h1 on premium and uh, h4 and h4 ead with the receipt date of uh, june 7 2021 and h1 was approved in 15 days as usual and uh, h4 was approved on uh, december 23 2021 uh, for for another 3 years but uh, what happened to my h4 ead was uh, it was denied it was because my attorneys were applied with a void check so they they return back it and uh, so we reapplied my h4 as stand alone on uh, january 13 2022 so my you question, reapplied ead not h4 i mean yeah the ead sorry okay uh, the ead as stand alone uh, with the approved i9 94 details on uh, january 13 with the receipt number as january 13 2022 so my question is am i eligible for this 540 days automatic no because you don't have an extension pending that was not an extension file though You okay. said to me that your EAD expired in July of 2021. Yes. And you don't have any extension pending before that, though. Whatever extension was pending got denied. Yes, that was denied actually. So, so you are not eligible for 540 days. Okay. Sorry okay. about that. Yes, Next person, sir. please. Ashutosh. Hey, hey Raul, thanks for uh, taking my question. Uh, so, uh, Raul, we are. Um, I am on L1A. Uh, my myself and uh, for my dependents, we have applied the extension in March. Uh, as our old I-94 get expired on 11th of April 2022, and uh, mm-hmm. as my was a premium case, so it, uh, it it was in premium and it got approved, and I got my updated I-94 till 2024 March. Mm-hmm. now my, my wife uh, was working because uh, i94 got expired and her l2 extension plus ead both applied together in march which is in progress mm-hmm. her visa validity is till august 2022 my visa validity is uh, 2024 march so both mm-hmm. both are having a valid visa so my wife is mm-hmm. august 2022 my visa is valid uh, 2024 So can we go to Mexico and come back with my extension? That can you do one? Fa- can you yeah. do one favor? I there is a little bit difference in the law. The L L one A's passport 
actually don't know it at this point of time, can you email me at info at rnlawgroup.com? I will email you back, okay? Make sure that you send in a phone number with it. I'll try to call you back if needed. Okay, sure. And I'll give you that email to you, okay? Yeah. Make sure you include your phone number in there. Yeah, yeah, I will do that. Next person, please. Thank you. Gautam. Hi, Rahul. Yes, Gautam. Uh, I have, um, thanks for your time today. And I have applied I485 and EB3 October 2020 and received EAD and AP recently. My priority date is July 2013. So I refiled 485 in EB2 just today. I send documents today and then, uh, and also I, ha I have both I-140s approved, EB3 and EB2. So I want to apply EAD and AP in EB2 once I receive receipt for EB2 485, where my company is not willing to do. So mm -hmm. in order to apply a EAD and AP in EB2 myself, I have a little bit of few questions real quick. What is the mm -hmm. major difference in the application form I-765 and 131? between EB2 and EB3 to apply EAD and EB3. No difference, EAD. no difference, except here you're going to enclose the I-140 approval of EB2, 485 receipt notice, uh, you're going to enclose the EB2, 485 receipt notice. So I just need to include just I-140 EB2 related and I-485 receipt EB2 related, that's it. That's right? all, that's it. And the so pictures, there is, there is no difference because I have uh, attorney given me the uh, filled form uh, 765 and 131 for EB3. I'm going to use the same. So there is no difference. Absolutely no difference. Okay. So is there any uh, guidance or web link you have or video regarding no, that? Or? No, no, no. Because we'll be responsible if anybody files wrongly. Okay. Next person, please. Sit. You can hire our services. I, we can file a year in DP. We normally charge $150 so for this. It's very minimal we charge. Yeah, go ahead, Sid. Hi, Rahul. Uh, we had talked last week uh, in a one-on-one. -on -one. Go ahead. Uh, and and uh, I, I was uh, hoping for a follow. Like you had mentioned about a follow-up call. So is it on Wednesday? And you would reach yeah, out but, to me. Yeah, but you did not come there, though. I, I don't, like you, you never, I don't know which call that is. I thought it, it's this call. Is there any other call I need to join? What is your email address? Uh, S-I-D-D-H-A-R-T-H Siddharth 8587. Okay, I have you pointed out. I will try to call you back after this conference call, okay? Okay, thank you. Let me see one second why. I should have sent a conference call for you separately. Why did I not send it to you? Sorry about that. I was supposed to send you a follow-up thing. I did not. There was a separate thing, not this one. I will call you back after this meeting is over, okay? I made a note of it, okay? Okay, thank you. Is that 6, six Eastern or 6.30 Eastern? Just so I know. Is this half hour or not? Uh, in about 30 to 40 minutes, I'll call you. Okay, thank you. Next person, please. Abhisi.
Can you please unmute? Sorry, if you're sorry, sorry. if you're a newcomer, please your camera put your camera. Yeah, I'm on. a I'm a newcomer, Rahul. So okay. yeah, the my name is Anshuman. Actually, I have a question. My employer is filing my green card application, and it's in the process right now. The waste determination process is over. Probably took six seven months for the em em employer to do that, and they are I mean they are right now filing it as a business analyst, and they are also ready to promote me to a supervisor level. But I have only fifteen months left in my six mm -hmm. years you know, H1B. So, mm -hmm. I mean, what are my options? I mean, because I, 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 I told them that if they can, you know, upgrade my, you know, uh, H1, this green card filing to a supervisory level, they said probably it will take eight months for them to do the wage determination. So that's not possible. So I was kind of wondering what are my options? Can I file my, you know, green card in business analyst? And when, when my H1B renewal comes, I can file it in a project manager category. Absolutely. Absolutely, you can do so. Okay. You can so, file an I-140 as a lawyer and as a H-1B, you can file as a software engineer, still extend it though. Okay. And then, you know, maybe at, when the time will come, I may have to refile, I mean, refile the- I don't, who, why, why are you proposing to refile though? See, I, I'm not proposing to refile because my, you know, employer was saying that they cannot give me promotion. Because I have a business, I mean, they are, they are filing my green card as business analyst, which is at a, like a, I mean, like, so there is no supervisor. Yeah, a, natu a natural improvement in the job is allowed. If you are filing the green card, I don't know why they're stopping the promotion. I don't know why they have to refile it. If I were your lawyer, you don't. A lot of these companies. So you are my, companies. I mean, yes, you are the one. So I will, you know. So you are the one we are going through you. In fact, my company is going through you. That's why I wanted to talk to you. No, no, no. We we don't have that policy though. That's a company's policy, not our policy. Yeah, I mean, so I don't know. So, you know, because I was told that. What's your company's name? My my company's name is Rigil Corporation. Rigil. Oh, okay. I remember that. Okay. So, I mean, so, so, I mean I'm, I'm not saying that they need to, you know, redo the process. But my thing is that. They are not ready to promote me at a supervisory level. Everything is fine. The salary, et cetera, it's fine. So they so can promote who is, I, I don't know why they don't want to promote. That's up to them to promote though. Yes, exactly. Because that was the hindrance. They said probably we, because we cannot promote you. I thought that shouldn't be the case. I mean, promotion no, is a natural case. process. That's not the case. They, they, they can speak with our lawyer and then our lawyer will explain. They, they can promote. Okay, sure. I mean, I'll, I'll ask them to talk. I think to Rebecca yeah. and all. I mean, I'll, I'll ask them to talk to you. Okay. Sounds good then. Ne next person, please. Virendra. Yeah, hi, Rahul. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, my H1 is going to expire uh, in the next year, April. So I'm going to file uh, the extension of uh, my H1 uh, six months advance in October this year. So, uh, and and uh, I'm planning to apply H1, H1, um, H4, and, and also the H4 EAD. Uh, so mm -hmm. in case if it didn't come before April 2023, is the 540 rule still applies for my wife? H4 EAD. When is, when is your wife's H4 expiring? April 2023? Yeah, April 2023. No, uh, EAD is also expiring. H4 is also expiring in, in April 2023. Yeah. No, sir, that 540 rule is not applicable. She needs to get the I-94 extended, though. There are ways to extend the I-94 
um, and I will give you a trick where she can go to Mexico after your H-1B is approved to extend the I-94. Okay. Yeah. And, and is it Only, fine? Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, is it fine if we go to India instead of Mexico? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You can. You file extension. She goes to India. She gets a stamping. She comes back. Uh, then she's definitely eligible for 540 days. Okay. So is her H-488 still valid if she goes to India and come back? Yeah, absolutely. It's valid. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Rahul. Next person. Yeah, you can either do this Mexico or you can go to India too. Next person, please. Mansoor. Uh, thank you, Rahul, for taking this call. I have a EB3, I-140, EB2 regular and a EB2 NIW. I, uh, my priority date is March 2014. I downgraded in October for EB3, got a EAD and advanced parole. Um, okay, and, so uh, you have month, an EB, EB2 I-140. You filed for downgrade of that EB2 I-140. Is that approved, that the EB3 I-140? Yes, sir. That's approved, and I have a combo card for that. Uh, Last month, uh, because my filing date became current for EB2 as well, so I used my NIW EB2 to file, and uh, it is at the National Benefit Center. EB3 is, of course, at Texas Service Center. And my question was, um, I had a few uh, other opportunities, and I was wanting to use one of the um, you know, uh, EADs. I preferably would like to use the NIW EAD. So the first question is, with a, a medical background, can we seek a expedited process for that EAD, um, though it's the initial filing? You can. You can try. Yes, sir. You can try. There is a chance they may deny your EB2 EAD, but when they deny it, they'll say, hey, you already have the benefit, we deny this one. Then you can start using the EB3 EAD. Yeah, that is my follow-up question. If I do go ahead and use the EB3 EAD, I know from your other calls that uh, I have a 50% chance of getting married to EB3. Uh, but in that case... I said 10%, I, 10%, I would say. Yes, sir. In that case, can I go to a, go to a margarita switch and you know, come back on an H1? My H1 is valid till 2023 November. I don't see any problem in that. And you switching the Margaret switch. Okay, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. They may deny your EAD. Once they deny, you can start using EB3. You don't have any problem, okay? Not the expirated denial, but the total denial. Next person. Good. Rohit. Hello, Rahul. My first time. And actually, I had a question regarding like my H1B just got picked and is approved in premium processing. But I'm on nice. my uh, I'm on my day one CPT right now, and I'm on contract, and my contract expires in a month. So I already have an offer, full time offer, and they are willing to transfer my H1. So should I go and ask them to transfer my H1, or should I try to extend my contract till October? Extend the contract till October. Okay. The reason is that transfer cannot be applied before October because you're not an H1B by that time. So definitely stay, stick with this company until October. Okay. Makes sense. Thank you so okay. much. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Don't try to move out of this company. Okay. Makes okay. Sense. 
if you are desperate and you don't have an option you consult a lawyer okay right? but consulting a lawyer doesn't mean that you're in a better hands yep. that means that you're in a, you are not in a good situation you mm-hmm. got the point mm-hmm. okay next okay. person please anoj uh, hi rahul you're going to Yeah, my priority date is August 2013. Um, so I did my EB3 downgrade and my I-140 is approved in EB2 and EB3 with the current employer. Um, so uh, I, I received a, uh, a interview invite to the field office. I got mm-hmm. a letter. So when I go for the, so I didn't do, send the interview um, interfile uh, letter. So what is the priority date you said? August 2013, and uh, it is final action date is current from May. I'm, 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 aware, I'm aware of it. So, yeah. so, so you did not interfiled it. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. So, where, so when I go for the interview, uh, like, uh, do I need to take some employer documents? Re- I mean, with re- related to the interfile. Uh, yes. I mean, I want you to take. Yeah. I, I want you to take the 485J supplement. the interfiling thing what you're supposed to do in california carry it with you just the 485j uh, do i need to send take any other letters or just the no. employer sign 485j 485j is enough for you okay and then explicitly tell the officer about this to change it to eb2 yes or? yes but i want you to do one thing i also want you to file it interfile in in the yeah. in the service center where you are supposed to to uh file it uh, you're supposed to file the 485j supplement also the reason is when we sending these things though the officer is unable to create an a, a, the officer is unable to uh get a, give a receipt notice then and there itself you see my point yeah okay so that's the reason why it is better that you do both the things one send it to uscis to the address california address yes and yes. at the same time take it with you take it with me and the, if the, if i and and also send it to the field office not needed though okay not okay. needed though so so the first step is go when i go for the interview give them the letter and then after that Uh, send interfile letter to the california address no do the interfile today tomorrow okay, to, okay tomorrow Don't do wait. the interfile and then carry carry the, the the same letter to the to the field office and yes. if they don't accept don't take it i should i send it to the field office you already send it to the field uh, oh field of, you are going to the field office they will accept yeah oh they okay they will accept if if they don't accept it should i send it to the field office i'll be very surprised if they don't accept it okay okay should i explicitly tell them to accept or yes you tell them look my priority date is eb2 okay. it's current here is okay. a inter- interfiling application please okay. take this into okay. consideration they will okay. accept okay. it okay yeah thank manoj i sent you the interview uh, information what documents and also i sent you the video what you need to watch uh, uh, please look into that okay i sent in the in the chat group just take them i sent in a private chat to you manoj i sent okay. to you in my private chat okay just copy them and 
read them yeah, what yeah, i said yeah so so i i'll, I'll follow your instructions and, uh, and and talk to the officer and tell them explicitly and take all the documents i listed there next person please okay thank you shri prasad Hi Rahul, thank you for thank you for your time. Uh, real quick, uh, I have received my uh, AT EAD recently. I no change in the job profile or anything. My question is, uh, if I do a part time job after without impacting my full time job, um, obviously I'll be that is implied that I'll be using my EAD. So mm-hmm. my question yes. is, do I need to go back to my primary employer, my current employer, full time employer? and let them know that they need to apply uh, they need to update their records to have ead on their file if you don't it's not a big problem oh okay it's not a problem yeah. okay sorry i you it's if if you don't it's not a problem it's up to you though because sometimes what they do is uh, unmute him sometimes if you tell them you're working somewhere else they may just dismiss you that's the reason why some people choose not to mention to anybody okay but when when it is time for h1 and uh, uh, ead renewal there won't be any issues with the US, uscs right no no sir okay. no issues okay so next perfect thank next you person. for appreciate it arjuna Hi, Mr. Rahul Reddy. How are you? Thank you for all that you do. I have a quick, and I mean, extension to the previous person's uh, question. I ha- um, I would like to pursue another full time. Um, I have an EAD too. Um, so, can I let current employer know? Um, the problem here is you can let them know. I I'm not. I don't have mm-hmm. an objection to you you guys letting the previous the current employer know. But you know what's going to happen there. if you let them know so my question is to you guys is will you be violating anything immigration wise if you don't let them know the answer is no you're not you're on ead that's it it is the employer's duty to find out whether are you still working or not but it's not a violation from your side will it cause any problem for you in getting the green card once the uscs finds out you're working with two companies no uh what what if the ead is not in the file still not a problem Okay my uh, I have a quick question follow up to this one is I mean let's assume that my current employer has agreed so do I have to do anything to change my status from H1 to EAD from his point of view like do does he need to just, update he just need to update he just need to update the EAD uh in uh, in the I9 in, form in the I9 form I have to resubmit the I9 form is that it no you don't resubmit you just give a ead card they will uh-huh. make a note there ead received on so and so copy and close okay that's it okay okay thank thank you next question please hi rahul uh thank you for taking uh, taking my call uh uh my priority date uh, is november 12 in ab eb2 uh, last year july i have downgraded eb2 petition to eb3 and filed 485 ead and ap petitions 
and all these petitions are still pending. Uh, and four weeks back, right, uh, my current employer have interfiled the pending I-485 uh, of EB3 to EB2. Um, uh, give me one and, second. Yeah. Give me one second. Okay. Uh, so, uh, so uh, uh, for interfiled petition, right, my 180 days of AC21 job portability uh, rule started again, uh, right, a few weeks back. Uh, now, uh, will it be possible for me to change my employer by just ignoring this interfiled um, petition in EB2? Because uh, have some unexpected problems uh, with my current employer and like to join new employer. So you mean to say you file the 485, it's been more than six months. Now you file the interfile. What you're planning to do is to move out of this job, okay? Mm -hmm. um, within the six months. Yeah, you, you may, for, you, there's a chance that you may forgo the EB2. You will be in EB3 if you do so. That's what it's that you'll be facing. In EB3 only. But interfiling is underlying EB3, we are transferring to EB2, right? So, mm -hmm. but still that EB3 is valid if I want to Yeah, file, EB3 is still valid. EB3 is still valid. It will be valid. Still, I'll be, I'll be able to join new employer just by ignoring this interfile EB2, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, great, sir. Thank you. Next person, please. Shiva? Hello, sir. Uh, Rahul, uh, thank you very much for taking my question. My question is on uh, a change of status. Uh, so I'm planning on uh, changing my status from H1 to H4. Could I do that online? Uh, I'm trying to file an application, but you know, uh, the first option- Are you filing have... only? Are you filing only H4? Or are you filing for H4 plus EAD? Uh, H4 plus EAD. No, you can't do online. You have to file manually. Okay, if I file just the H1, can I do uh, it online? H4, you mean to say, no, don't do that. It's not in your best interest though. The reason yeah. is that if you have the H4 going separately, EAD going separately, it'll take a long time for your EAD to get approved. Got it, sure. Okay, Thank next you, person. Kavya? Uh, hi Rahul, thanks for taking my question. So I applied for H4 EAD end of March and I will be going on unpaid leave actually starting July uh, because my STEM OPT expires. So I was wondering if litigation is an option and you know. <laughs> no. no, we used to do that, but we don't, uh, uh, the, the USCIS, if we file hundred of cases together, they will tell us to separate the cases. And if we file individual cases, why are you filing these individual cases? Why didn't you club it? And that goes on for one year and then you're not getting any benefits. So we sued them, USCIS in the class action though, and we got some benefits. Uh, now we don't have the biometrics. Now we got this 540 days extension, but no, no litigation for you, sorry. Okay. Okay. And the timeline right now is uh, six to 10 months. There is nothing I can do to exploit it, ma'am. If there is any techniques that are there that are out in the market, you can use it, but I don't have any technique for you to expedite it. Next person, sorry. Anand?
I can't hear you, Anand. I can see you are unmuted, but I can't hear you. I'll take the, after Anand, I'll take one more caller. But if you have any messages, guys, leave it in the chat. I will try to answer uh, the messages, guys. Anusha? Sorry, Anand, we can't. Uh, yeah. Uh, hi, Rahul. Thanks for taking my question. I'm planning to extend my parents' uh, visitor visa by two months. Uh, my question is, uh, if fingerprint thing comes after they leave... Uh, are they yeah, leaving? and then they will get a denial and then their visa will be cancelled and they have to reapply for the visa. I would recommend that you do not apply for the extension, ma'am. That will be in your best interest. Okay, so if they don't get the fingerprint done, then... Uh, the denial will be sent once they try to travel here or right yeah the denial will be sent their passport will be passport visa will be considered to be as invalid okay and then i have to reapply for the visa passport visa yeah not advisable to do all this okay all right thanks okay i'm going to go to the questions that are coming up guys um sr um advanced parole has not received Year in advanced parole. Yeah, it's okay. You can go for H4 stamping. Um, but the only thing is the advanced parole might be denied. If the advanced parole is denied, you can still uh, you can still um, uh, you, you can still refile advanced parole. Yeah, Ramana, yeah, if the 485 is denied, you can still file. But the major question that pops up is why is the 485 denied? If the 485 is denied because you didn't went for the fingerprints, that's fine. But what if it's denied because you submitted a fake educational document or you are a murderer? Then definitely you can't do it. But it depends on the reason for denial, though. Um, H4, H4 drop box, definitely client letter is not mandatory. Um, Can she enter uh, Atul Gosan? Can she enter in H4 and then convert into L1? Absolutely. Yeah, that's a good option. Don't make her wait there. She can come here and then she can change to L1 visa here though. That's actually much better rather than you trying the H1, um, uh, L1 visa there. Uh, H1B home address. You can use the US address, uh, Vijay. Uh, Gautam, there is, yeah, you're right. The EB, there is a chance that EAD and advanced parole may be denied if you already have the uh, EAD under EB3, though. Um, because they are saying that, hey, you already have the EAD and AP, why should we approve it? Now, in that case, you can start using the EAD and AP. It's not a bad thing if they deny it, though. It's a good thing, it's okay. Um, I'm filing interfile and refile all pending. I've scheduled call with level two officers. Any questions worth asking specifically? I don't know why you're uh, scheduled with the level two officer though. Uh, because it doesn't, if you keep on calling more times, 
the, the USCIS have something called caboose. They put it end of the line though. Is there an age limit for green card process? What do you mean age limit? Your age limit or the USCIS age limit? Um, Gautam, sometime, as I said, that, that, uh, that the EB2 EADs may be denied, but if, they, if the EB2 is denied, you can start using EB3 and they are considered to be of both them, EB3 and EB2s. Yeah, you can mention Vijay uh, with your child and uh, spouse. That's okay. That won't affect your, because you're going for H1 or H4, it won't affect anything. No, there is no age limit for the green card. US, um, USA does not discriminate people based on the age, though. It's only based on the ability. We don't care. The guy can be 90 years old. We are not Canada. Um, Anand, if your wife, um, um, H4 is expiring in May 2024. She's going to India for stamping. You don't need to worry about it. As long as she's leaving the country before May 2023, you don't have to extend her H4 though. She can take your H1B transfer and get. If she has an EAD though, it probably is worth for you to file H4 plus EAD extension. But if, you, if she is not on the EAD, there's no reason for you to extend. As long as she's traveling before May of 2023 and forgetting the stamping. Uh, you can choose H1B1. Um, that You can choose that option, uh, Shiva. Thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be tomorrow at uh, uh, at eleven thirty. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information, or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.